Hey guys, welcome back to the Cool Girls Only podcast. I'm Maddie. And I'm Jordan. And we're excited that you're here. This week, we are going to be talking about living in New York City on a budget. We've got all the tips. We've got all of the places to go, cheap things to do in New York City. So stay tuned. But first, we will get into our recs for the week. Jordan, you want to go first? I would love to go first. So my rec for this week is a book. It's called You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. I read this book when I was finishing undergrad and it definitely kind of shaped my mindset on wealth and making money, how I want to make money throughout my life. Um, and just like solid, like spending budgeting habits. So I just really like this book and I always recommend it, especially to like younger women in my life. That's awesome. That's awesome that you read it in college too. Cause I feel like I didn't start reading finance, like personal finance books until much later. So I think it's good to start early. My rec is also a book, and it's called The Financial Diet by Chelsea Fagan and Lauren Hage. And this is actually one of the first personal finance books I I read. Um, I read it probably like a year after moving to New York City. And I think it's just a really great intro book. Like if you're looking to start caring about your finances, they've actually built it kind of into a brand now. And they have like a blog and newsletter to really help you get good with money. But the book in general is just very basics, and I think it really helped me learn about what it means to budget and just the basics of investing. Not that I started investing right when I read it, and I should have, but it was just really helpful tips. All right, well, those are our recs for the week, and we will get into today's episode on living in New York City on a budget. Enjoy! Hey, cool girls. Welcome back to Cool Girls Only. Today, we're going to be talking about living in New York City on a budget. Living on a budget, baby. Balling on a budget. Yeah, you have to ball on a budget here, unless like you're loaded, honestly. So I feel like first, let's talk about kind of like our financial background or like how it kind of shifted when we moved to New York, because it's an expensive place. As we've mentioned, like New York is expensive and you really don't realize the expense until you're here. Like I know people said rent is very expensive. I didn't know a number. Like I just knew it was expensive, but I didn't know. I think a lot of people talk about New York City and they're like, oh my God, it's so expensive to live there. How does anyone live there? Like all of our relatives would kind of talk to us about that before we moved. They're like, where do you guys get your money? All this stuff. It's like, we saved like we mm-hmm. we wanted to do this so we saved our money up there's a perception that new york city is too expensive to live in but like get the numbers and and if you want to move here i think it's totally feasible you just have to like we've said before do your research and mm-hmm. figure out what does expensive rent mean you know what i yeah. mean like what like what's the number and you have to adjust your lifestyle too like you yeah. Okay, New York's a very aspirational place to live. I mean, I, myself included, I wanted to live this aspirational life, like coming to New York, and that's how people live, and you see it on social media. But when you really think about it, I mean, obviously, social media is a highlight reel, so don't just believe that these people are living these amazing lives because that's their highlight reel. But also, everyone has a different financial situation. Like, some of these people come from money, and their parents are paying their rent. Or there could be people that are posting these photos but they're in debt 
Like they're in a lot of debt from all these clothes they're buying and all of these extravagant things they're doing. So like my number one thing is don't compare yourself because you can live in New York and it's doable. Just don't expect to live this crazy life because it's not, that's not realistic. Yeah. And I think, you know, even with the whole like highlight reel thing, totally true for sure. Um, no one's putting their failures on social media. Usually (laughs) it's, it's everything that they want people to like perceive them as. So, but I will add in like people in New York work a shit ton more so than I think in almost any other city and specifically like the job I'm in right now, we have offices like all over the world. And so I know what like my colleagues are working like and I know what the New York office works like and it's It's more yes it is a very stark difference like Mm -hmm. there is a lot of like highlight real stuff going on in New York City but I do think like you have a lot of people have the weekend to do these amazing fun like New York City things whether it's like cheap eats or museums or whatever you know you feel like doing networking events but people work Monday to Friday, yeah. long hours. During the usually. week, you're not living no. that New York life. No, I don't know about you, but when I interned here, my roommate and I, we would go off on the weekend. We would go out to eat. We would do like touristy fun stuff and we would go like to bars and clubs and it was so much fun. But during the week, we literally ate rice. Ramen. <laughs> yes, we ate like rice and salsa mixed together with yeah. like eggs. We were saving money during the week so that on the weekend we could have fun yeah and and we were okay with that but like I worked with people at that internship that would eat at the company cafe every day and spend $15 every day at lunch and my roommate and I were like no yeah we packed a lunch yes (laughs) I packed I would too because that's so true like food can really add up the weekends are really your only time I mean It depends on your job, honestly. Like, you could have some freedom during the week. I mean, I know we've already talked about this on, like, our other finance check-in episode, but I really didn't care about saving money until, like, last year. So I'm really new to this. And also, like, I started saving money when there was nothing to do. So, like, things are kind of coming back to life. And, like, this summer, I just feel like it's going to be so fun. So I, you know, I'm trying to stay. Self-control. I'm trying. Yes, I'm trying to control myself and, like, continue with this saving mindset. But also let myself have fun. Because, honestly, we didn't have a summer last year. We didn't have anything to do last year. So New York summer, baby. We're coming in strong. I think we should also talk about, like, why it's hard to save money in New York. Because... There's a lot of things, obviously, that are very expensive. And it's really funny. Um, I was watching... Oh, you watch it too. Pretend it's a city. Mm -hmm. And she talks about... (laughs) One of the things she talks about was no one can afford to live in New York. No one. But somehow, we all are making it work. Like, somehow, you just find a way to get here. And you find a way to make it work. Because the expenses are you know, pretty substantial. Like rent is expensive. We've already talked about that, but somehow you just kind of figure it out. Like if you want to live here, you'll figure it out. Yeah. But obviously the most expensive thing is rent. And like I said, you don't really realize it until you're here. I was actually telling one of my friends from Michigan, like what my rent was. I I can't. I told her what my rent was and she was like, oh, like my rent is like your half of that split between five people. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's kind of insane. I know. But when you think about it too, it's like 
you're living here and you're getting paid more. You're getting paid more to yeah, work in New York I guess than you, you probably would. probably add that. Yes. In. You, we, we definitely make more money working in New York City versus if we were to be working in Michigan or someplace that's not a city. Yeah. For sure. Right. So, like, that's something to consider. Like, your salary will probably be more than where you're living now yep. because the expenses here are so high. What else do you think? Like, what else do you think is a reason why it's so hard to save money here. I mean, this could be on a pros and cons list, I guess, on both sides, but there's just so much to do. Like, if I was back home in Michigan, I live in mid-Michigan, there's not a ton to do around there. And if there is, it's not very expensive to do. So you're usually not doing much where you have to pay to like, whatever, participate in the event or whatever it might be. But even when you do have to pay, it's not a lot of money. So I think, here, I think it, the costs add up so much more quickly because there's so many things to do and things you want to do, and they all cost money. Yeah. Like, let's break it down. Like, if you, let's do a Saturday in New York. So let's say you want to get brunch with some friends. Yeah. So an unlimited boozy brunch, which is really fun, honestly. Um, probably around 40 uh, yeah. The 40, cheapest place I've seen is 30 bucks per person. Yeah. It unlimited. can range. Yeah. So it depends obviously on where you go. Mm-hmm. Um, it can range probably from like 30 is very rare yep. to like 49 mm-hmm. for unlimited drinks and food. So, okay. 50 bucks already. <laughs> You're at 50 bucks. Let's say you went to like a 49, whatever, $49 brunch spot. And then when you're drunk and you're with your friends Normally what we do is go to Soho and then you go shopping and you're drunk and you just can't control yourself. (laughs) So you're shopping. Who knows how much you spend there? Okay. Then you're hungry again. So you have to get food. Right. It's about that time to eat. It's about that time. And food's expensive. I mean, even if you go, I mean, I I do Chipotle a lot. So that's like where I'm saving money. (laughs) But if you eat. We need to get Chipotle to sponsor us. By the end of this podcast, if they don't, I'm done. I know. (laughs) Uh, yes. So I, I do Chipotle a lot, but like if you're doing any other fast casual, like a sweet green, it's like 15 bucks a salad. Like I love sweet green. And I noticed the other day, like I wanted to order it and they raised their prices $2. Like the harvest bowl used to be 1250 and is now 1450 for a salad. Yeah, no, I don't do that. I don't, I don't buy salads. I don't. I literally don't. If you Maybe that's why I don't enjoy salad salad very much because I make it at home and it's super plain, but yeah, yeah, I think I definitely, I love cheap eats in New York. I'm all about it. Could make a separate Instagram just about cheap eats. You should. I'm thinking about it. You should. But a caveat to that is even if it is cheap, which there are plenty of places where you can get like a good amount of food for under five dollars. Yeah, there really are, and it and it's good food, but it's never healthy food. Never. Never. Oh no. So yes. So you're eating. That's the next step to your Saturday, (laughs) and then. I don't know. You go home, you nap it out because you're still a little hungover from brunch. And then your friends want to go out. And guess what? Drinks are expensive. Yeah. 15 to $20 expect to spend on one drink, which is why everyone pregames before they go out. And like, I never buy more than one drink at a bar. Yeah. I feel like I either I go to a place with deals and like happy hours or places that like we know isn't super expensive and we'll drink there. Or like you said, We'll pregame, go out, literally have one drink because it's that expensive. It's so expensive. Yeah. I mean, there's a, a lot of other things you can 
I wouldn't say waste money on, but just your money just goes. Like I'm kind of, I'm the type of person who every time I leave my apartment, I need to get an iced coffee and that's $5. (laughs) Like every time, like I could make coffee in my apartment. I could have it. If I leave, I'm getting a coffee. Why am I like that? I don't know. We, we actually, we were gifted an espresso machine from my parents for Christmas and I'm absolutely obsessed with it. If anyone is considered, like if you're considering buying an espresso machine, pull the trigger. It's worth it. I absolutely love it. And I used to get coffee probably two to three times a week. I would get some sort of coffee, whether it was, you know, something from Starbucks. We have a good like cafe, you know, near our block. But like that's fifteen to twenty dollars every single week. It's a week. lot. And it's you don't really, it really realize it. Like it adds up, and then mm-hmm. you're like, "Ooh, I want to get a scone too." That ends up being ten dollars. I'm like, Maddie I could have gotten Chipotle fucking scones. Okay, this place <laughs> below my apartment has the best scones. I was never a scone person, but wow, blueberry lemon scone. It's delicious. Ugh. Oh, I'm thinking about it. I need to go get it after this. There's always an opportunity to spend your money every corner of this city and usually it's on something like a cool experience good food doing something with friends like going to a museum there's there's so much opportunity to spend your money and it's usually not i'll say like you definitely shop more than i do i really am not into shopping like Mm -hmm. i struggle with finding clothes that fit like my body type that i really like and so when I find something, I'm obsessed. Like, I've had the same pair of jeans for years, and I religiously buy this exact, like, skew number yeah. of jeans because I just love it. But everyone has their own, like, guilty pleasure kind of thing that they'll spend their money on. I usually don't feel, like, bad when I spend my money. I, like, consciously only want to spend my money on things that I know I won't regret that's a good mindset. Yeah. Because I've... I think I've, it's just part of living in New York on a budget. Like yes. You, you have to, like, think, am I... Is this worth the amount of money I'm going to put into it? Because it's inherently going to be expensive. Yeah. Because it's New York City. Yeah. No, exactly. And then you think about, like, oh, this money could also go, go towards this or, like, this bill or, like, something. So you want to make it worth it. Definitely justifying purchases is a part of living here. Um, I actually... So Caleb and I are moving. so excited we are moving to the upper west side to a one-bedroom apartment so we're gonna have a studio i know i'm so excited but anyways we were like considering buying a new mattress and we literally went back and forth on how much money we wanted to spend on a mattress the long and short of it is we ended up spending a significant amount on a nice mattress i think it's worth it and i think that's one of those scenarios kind of like living here you have to weigh the pros and cons of how much Like, sometimes it's how much energy something will cost you. You know, is it worth spending money so that I don't have to spend my energy or my time? And those are tough decisions, I think, to make. Especially when there's, yeah, like, a lot of money on the line. I don't know. We were looking at these other mattresses that were, like, $300 mattress in a box. And, like, people would be bitching about the mattress two years after they bought it. They're like, this only lasted two years. It's like, it was $200. Mm -hmm. That's why. (laughs) Because mattresses can last a long time if you get a good one. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it's investing in your well-being. Like, I've heard people say, like, if you're going to get a mattress, get a good one because, like, that's your sleep. That's, like, Like, a third of your life. Yes, exactly. So that's good. That's a good adult purchase. Yeah, those are things you need to think about, too, like moving expenses and all that kind of stuff. But I would say another thing that I'm just thinking of now that it's expensive here is if you're into, like, fitness classes – 
Like if you like to go to fitness classes, which I do, they're so expensive here. Like to go to a Pilates class, $39 a class and people do it. And it's like, you also, there's ways you can save money on it though. Like class pass. I just started class pass because I'm obsessed with solid core Pilates and they actually have a studio not too far from me, but I'm like, I can't do $39 a class. Like I want to go once a week. And I'm like, that just adds up so quickly. Like yeah, 39 expensive. a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. So I'm going to do class pass and you're actually saving so much money. Kind of like Jordan said, like you have to find your thing. Like what mm-hmm. are you willing to kind of splurge on or like pay for? And that's where you can kind of invest your money. But like it can't be everything. Like you have to pick like a few I agree. things. Yeah, there there is no way to live in New York City where every single thing is on a budget. I don't think at so, least at in least. the beginning, yeah. at least when you're, you know, making your entry level salary, like you have to figure out ways to, you know, live the life that you want here. But it's kind of a give and take. Like you mm-hmm. have to make some sacrifices. You can't have it all. No, you can't. Have Yet. It all. One Yet. day. One day. One day. You can have it all. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of um, the the expensive part and like things that you can, you know, waste money on because there's a lot here that is like grabbing your attention and you want to spend on this and this and this and you just kind of have to limit yourself to a few things so how do you budget like living in new york city is there a specific way that you budget with your money or do you have a budget what do you do yeah, so it's kind of surprising based on, like, my personality. Like, I'm super organized. I'd like give a full spreadsheet. No, I, the thing is, I don't. That's why it's surprising. Like, I don't budget. And I, honestly, I just try to spend the least amount of money as possible. That's literally <laughs> my budget. And it's kind of, it works for me, though. Like, so I know how I allocate my paycheck so I don't have extra spending money. So, like, I will, you know, pay off my credit card bill. I'll allocate money toward rent. Um and groceries and things like that. And then I'll put the rest away, like either in savings or investment. So I don't just have like money sitting around that I'm like, oh, like, let My me just buy this. looks so good right now. Yes. And like, honestly, that's what works for me. And I've tried to budget. I've tried to do the whole spreadsheet thing and track everything. And I just never stick with it. Like, I just never stick with it. So once you know your income, you can kind of figure out what works for you. And like, if you want to do a spreadsheet, totally totally fine. I mean, that's probably way more organized than my method, but it's like, I know my income and my expenses. So I know how much money I have coming in and how much I have going out. And like, I can move my money away from my checking account. So I don't spend it. Like another thing that I do is plan for larger purchases. So if I want something, I am not impulsive about it anymore. Like I plan for it. I'm like, okay, like I'm going to save for this many weeks just so I can buy it and like it's not going to dent my checking account like I'm not going to have to take a bunch of money out so I think it's just all about finding what works for you but curious to know like how do you how do you do it do you have a spreadsheet I do have a spreadsheet which is surprising I feel like we flopped rolls I know this isn't (laughs) usual um but yeah I I do have a spreadsheet something that I look at probably once like every other month or like if I have like a different stream of revenue coming in or expenses going out I'll check on it and kind of get an idea of where I'm standing, I always struggled visualizing where my income was going. So I felt like as soon as I started making money um, or even like interning your first job where you make a little more than minimum wage, I think everyone feels like, I know I'm making money. I know I'm getting it deposited into my bank account, 
but where is where? it going? Yeah. Yes. And I think having a spreadsheet helped me like really understand and see where my income was going every month. And realistically, how much can I save? Realistically, how much can I invest? And then last, but certainly not least, how much can I spend? So I think very similar to you, I know what my income is and I know what's going out every month. And so that leaves me with what's left over that I can spend on myself. And I think it's super important that everyone has that number, just like for your own understanding, you know, how much can you spend every month on things that aren't necessities? So similar to you, I would say I know what I'm allowed to spend every month. And I also am really big on saving schools for big purchases. So we're moving right now. It was kind of unexpected. Um, Our lease isn't up. We're actually subleasing and moving to a new neighborhood. So this move is kind of out of the blue, but I think in a good way. So it's kind of denting my savings right now for probably two months, I would say. And I'll have to like recuperate that over time. Yeah. So you'll be saving money the next two months. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? That's good that you know that. And it's not like you're just taking this money out and you're not going to replenish your savings. You're just Mm going to keep spending. So like the fact that you know that and are planning for that is good. Mm -hmm. And I think even if you're not into budgeting, you hate Excel, you don't really want to like like you said, do have a play-by-play of your income and what's going out. I think it's important for everyone to at least write it down on paper and see what's what's happening with your money every single month. That was super eye-opening for me, and I think a lot of us kind of underestimate how important it is to just know. Any finance book you read, that's like the first thing. They say you need to know where your money is going. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, I started doing that when I first moved here just I had like an Excel spreadsheet of just all my expenses. Like I wanted to see exactly where where my money was going. Mm -hmm. So it's just interesting. And I mean, I think my expenses have shifted a lot since I first moved here because like I said, I've gotten a lot better at saving. So I don't really have too many expenses right now aside from like, you know, rent, utilities, whatever. So it's a little bit easier to manage without having that. But I do think like if you're just starting out like with a budget or trying to figure out you know, where your money is going, just writing it down, honestly, will help you figure that out and see easily where you can cut things out. And I think like if you're thinking about moving to New York City or a new city or any sort of like major life change, just estimate. That is so helpful. Even if you don't know how much you're going to spend on furniture in your new apartment, just throw out some estimations so you have a general idea of what you're about to spend when you do that move. Okay, so let's get into the exciting part of this episode that I think everyone is going to take something away from. Cheap things or free to do in New York City. What's your top thing to do that's cheap? Oh, that's so hard. There's a lot. I have so many. I'm really all about cheap things to do in New York City. Um, I would say, obviously, go to Joe's Pizza. Get a cheap slice of pizza for lunch. I think their slices are like $4 or something. Like yeah, I said, they're not it, bad. It, literally, you can get a meal for under $5 in New York City if you want to. Usually not healthy. Probably wouldn't do it every day, but... No. Once a week. Pizza yeah. Friday. <laughs> Pizza Friday. Jordan's <laughs> tradition. Um, I would also say just... It's not really a hack because I think anyone probably would know this, but if you go to a museum, um, you can do student passes, like student tickets, and they're significantly cheaper than adult price tickets. And they don't really check your student ID. Yeah, dig out those student IDs. Yeah, dig out that old student ID. 
if you have it, if you don't, try it. See if they stop you, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think that's also a really good one. You can go to museums that are usually 20 to 30 bucks for an adult. You can get in for 10 to 12. Yeah, well, and most museums here too. Like actually pretty much all of the big ones have a pay what you wish day. Yep. Like one random day during the week. Like I know the Whitney... Um, I love the Whitney and they have theirs on Thursday and it's pay what you wish. So like you can pay a dollar to get in. The MoMA also has a pay what you wish day. So, I mean, you can go if you plan it out, you can go for free Mm -hmm. or like a dollar. Anything else? There's so much. I'll also say Mamoons. I am obsessed with Mamoons. What's Mamoons? It's a falafel place. Oh. Mamoons falafel on McDougal. It is so delicious. They have amazing falafel. They have amazing like pita sandwiches. So good. Not expensive. Would recommend. That's the best. Oh my God. Speaking of places that are cheap, my favorite coffee place in the city is so cheap. It's crazy because like before COVID, you could do fill your cup, like bring your own cup and they would fill it with coffee. Where? What is this? Oh, it's called Puerto Rico Coffee Company and it's in Essex Market, um, which is like right by my old apartment. And it is the best iced coffee in the city. I'm not kidding. Like, I will go there from Brooklyn just to get a coffee because it's so good. But it's also really cheap. Like, I would go fill my cup before work, and it was $1.50. Like, I, re- I mean, you get a coffee here, like an iced coffee, a cold brew. It's $5. Yep. You can just find your little gems and go there and get cheap falafel or cheap coffee. And there's like, so yes, museums, cheap food, happy hour, definitely. There are some good deals. Yes. Like $5 drinks. Oh my God. There was this amazing happy hour. Zest sushi. I don't know if anyone knows (laughs) what this is, but it's in the Lower East Side and we would go there all the time because every Sunday, I think it was um, from 12 to 7. It's a rent. I mean, normally happy hour is from like four to six, whatever. But this happy hour was all day on Sunday. $4 sushi rolls, $4 glasses of wine. Everything was $4. Yes. Happy hours are a great way to save money. I mean, drinks, like we said, are really pricey. So get some cheap drinks. Yeah, there are plenty of deals. You just have to look for them. I also think one that we haven't said yet are parks. Yes. There's so many parks. Yeah, there's so many parks here in the city. Like you can, I don't know if you're allowed to, are you allowed to drink in Central Park? Oh, hell yeah. All right, so (laughs) yeah, don't don't need to go to a restaurant. Go to like a deli. bring some wine. Yeah, go get some wine, get some cheese and crackers and go to Central Park. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the best ways to spend a Saturday Mm -hmm. in the summer, just doing a picnic. So that's a great, I mean, it's free, you know? There's literally nothing. I mean, all you have to do is buy some wine and cheese. What's your favorite park? Um, ooh, God. You know, I do love Central Park, but just, it's always such a hike for me. Like, I never really go there because it's so far. I do love it, though. It's fun. I mean, lately, my favorite park is Fort Green. I go there, like, every day. It's yeah, such a cute park. It, oh, we need to go. It's such a cute park. We'll do a picnic, because I've done a lot of picnics there. There's just so many adorable dogs. Like, the amount of dogs in this park. Oh, my God. Like, I just want one so bad. I love, I love Madison Square Park. Um, oh yeah super close to where we live right now so we always go there and we have literally gone just to sit next to the dog park and Mm -hmm. (laughs) look at the dogs coming in and out of the park they're so cute yeah so cute so many dogs i mean obviously washington square park's good too a little rowdy a little crazy washington square park always has some nuts 
Yeah. Like there's just, a lot of crazy stuff going on in Washington oh Square Park gosh. every time. We, there was like this man who caught a tree on fire when we were there last time. We did a picnic and we're like, let's go to Washington Square Park. It'll be fun. It was absolutely wild. Every there's, time I've been there, yeah. there is something like a drum circle going on. There is there's some a lot sort of, of influencer meetups yeah, or like yeah. YouTuber meetups. Like I was, I remember being yeah, my people friend were there filming once. like TikToks. Yes. Just, I mean, it's a lot of that. But it's always lively. There's always, you know, something to see. So that's a good park. I do love Domino Park a lot because of the views. It's I would say Domino Park's a really good spot for like coffee and a bagel on like a Sunday morning because you have like the whole view of Manhattan, which it's so pretty. It's right on the water. I love that park. Yes, parks definitely definitely a cheap free thing to do in NYC. Another thing I'll say too is Obviously, the food here is really pricey, especially if you want to go to like a good restaurant, mm-hmm. like Sit really down. good, yeah. fancy restaurant. Restaurant week. Did you do anything for we restaurant didn't. week? We didn't. Oh, my God. We go crazy on restaurant week because like every every restaurant that's like you probably typically wouldn't go to or would go to for like a special occasion is on there. Oh, my God. We've gone to some really good places and it's just reduced pricing so basically for restaurant week you yeah, can it's do like a fixed menu right yes yeah. it's a fixed menu you get an appetizer you get um an entree and you get dessert for like i think 39 dollars is the restaurant week price so it's like a really good meal for cheap another one i'll say too is sample sales have you been to any sample sales i haven't but there is a spot near Flatiron where we live and they always have sample sales and there's always a line around I know around exactly the which one you're talking yep. about. Yep, I've definitely been there before. <laughs> there are so many. If you follow 260 Sample Sale on Instagram, they have all of the good sample sales. I don't really know what's going on lately because with COVID, obviously they did them virtually. But oh my God, I've been to some great sample sales. Like Rent the Runway sample sales, Reformation sample sales, you can just save money like if you're going to buy clothes anyway. Like I wouldn't go if you're not if you don't need anything or like specific. Ooh, another thing that is pretty cheap that I will say like we Joe and I loved to do the past I mean past year really. Like last summer when we moved to Brooklyn, we started city biking. I hadn't really rented bikes here at all. I was always kind of scared to bike here, honestly. I'm scared. I was so nervous. But we started city biking when like the city was really quiet um so it was like easier for us to kind of navigate and whatever but it's also a fun way to explore the city like quickly if you want to like ride on the water they have like bike paths and it's really fun i it's a really good summer activity how much is it it's like three dollars to unlock and then like 15 cents per per hour no per minute Oh, right. Yeah. Per minute. So, was, like, yeah. if you do, like, a 45-minute bike ride, it's probably, like, 5 to $6. Okay. So, it's not bad. No, it's not. It's, and it's something to do. And, honestly, it's kind of a workout. Do you and Joe subway everywhere? Do you ever Uber or, like, cab it? It depends. Typically, I'll subway, usually, always. Um, but if if it's, like, a... I don't know, we're at a friend's place and it's super late on like a Saturday night, maybe like past midnight, we'll definitely Uber. Yeah, I think Because we, it's a safety thing too. 100%. I don't always feel safe on the subway, especially by myself. If I'm by nope, myself, I will nope. 100% Uber. 
you know. After 11 p.m., if I'm alone in the city, I will take a cab or Uber. Yes. I never take the subway that Like, late. you really need to be safe because there's a lot of sketchy things that go on on the subway past a certain time. Um, and I've definitely experienced a few very uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, at this point, I don't mind spending the extra money for my safety. <laughs> like, that's what I tell myself. I'm like, I'm keeping myself safe by not going on the subway because it's kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it just depends on the situation. And always like I feel safer when I'm with someone. So it's better to go with someone. But if you're by yourself, definitely. And then I will say too, one other thing to add to like cheap things to do in New York. Obviously with COVID things have kind of changed, but I'm sure like later this summer and in the fall, things will kind of pick back up. But there's always like free concerts and free events and just cool things to do. So I would say always go on Eventbrite, always go on Facebook um, events. Yeah, I was going to say even just like walking around the city, if you walk more than a mile in New York City, you'll find something going on. Yeah. Like we used to go, um, we were, we would go into Central Park a lot when we first moved here. And every Sunday they did like stand up comedy in the park at the same spot and all these people would go. And it's just things like that. If, you, if you're just walking around the city and you're yeah. not even looking for anything, you'll find great things to do. Yes. Yeah. See, there's like a lot of um, fun, cheap shows too. Like you can do off-Broadway shows. I mean, obviously once they come back, <laughs> once, yeah, once shows are opening again. I think they open in September, right? Amazing. Okay, yeah. cool. So September, I feel like fall is going to be, there's going to be a lot of things going on because I think Govball is coming back, the music festival. I saw that they're doing the Govball in, I think, September, um, sometime in the fall. So like, it just feels like things are kind of coming back. So I think there'll be shows to go to. I think there'll be events. I think a lot will be going on. So just keep your eye out. There's always free events, free shows, cheap shows, cool things to do. 100%. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to our episode on living in NYC on a budget. If you're enjoying the Cool Girls Only podcast or if you have any feedback, please let us know. Send us a DM on Instagram at News or send us an email to hello at coolgirlnews.com. All of our info is linked in the show notes. While you're at it, send this podcast to a friend that might like it. We appreciate all the support. We will be back next week with another episode. Thanks, Cool Girls. Cool Girls.